people don't know what you need, right? So they're not going to set boundaries for you. My kids didn't have boundaries because I didn't have boundaries. I didn't have boundaries for myself. So how can I expect the people in my life to have boundaries with what they're going to ask me to do or what they expect from me? They're not thinking about what I want. I'm not even thinking about what I want. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to the show. So I hope you guys had a good time setting your intentions for the week, and I hope you're having an amazing week. And today, we're going to dive in and talk all about boundaries. So boundaries are super important, and they really can shape up and create the space and the life that you really want to feel. But in order to create boundaries, first you have to be self-aware. So I can definitely step back and think back six months ago where I was really coming into this place of like, I am tired of fucking feeling like shit and like, what is wrong? I have an amazing life, but why do I still feel so burnt out and overwhelmed all the time? Well, one thing it was, I wasn't giving myself the time and the space to think about how I really wanted to feel inside. I wasn't giving myself the time and the space to really get crystal clear on what my desires are and what the things were in life that I really wanted to accomplish. I kept telling myself story after story about why I couldn't start a podcast or why I couldn't do any of the things I wanted because everybody needed me to do something for them and I just didn't put myself first. But it's really hard to put yourself first when you just don't even know what that means and when you don't even know what you want. So I know we talked a lot about this last week in our finding out what your core desired feelings are, and it's super important. So you just got to keep digging in and digging in. And once you really realize what, what are the things you really, really want in life, it's so much easier to set boundaries. It's so much easier to say, hey, I can't do that. It's easier to say no when someone constantly asks you to do something. It's easy to not feel guilty for not checking your emails on the weekends or responding to someone's text message. For me, that's been a really big game changer is I've always felt the need to always make other people feel good around me. And I always thought it made me feel good too. And it does, but only if I'm making myself feel good first. And that's something I've really had to lean into. Like as I've set boundaries in place for creating the things I've really wanted to create in my life, it's uncomfortable. And I've really had to lean into being okay with my family being uncomfortable. Like my daughter always wants me to play with her and that's fine. I love playing with her, but I also have to create boundaries of space where I can research and prepare for my podcast and record my podcast. And that's okay. And the one thing that I've really learned through this is that people don't know what you need, right? So they're not going to set boundaries for you. And my kids didn't have boundaries because I didn't have boundaries. I didn't have boundaries for myself. So how can I expect the people in my life to have boundaries with what they're going to ask me to do or what they expect from me. Why would they? They only know what they need and what they want. They're not thinking about what I want. I'm not even thinking about what I want. So the first thing you have to do is get super clear on what you want and what do you need in your life? What are you creating space for and how can you do it? 
you have to be super self-aware. You have to sit down and do the work. And it's not easy and it's not always pretty, but it absolutely 100% will pay off and you will thank yourself so much for it. And I truly believe that the more clear you are on what your vision is and what your purpose is and what your passions are in life, it's so much easier to set those boundaries. So if you're not really sure what you want and how you want to get there, one of the first things I did was... I would just go through my day and start just identifying what were some of the things that were going on that I didn't like that made me feel overwhelmed or made me feel uncomfortable. I'm not really one that's uncomfortable with conflict. I know a lot of people are. I mean, no one really enjoys it, but I don't avoid it. Like, I don't go to great lengths to avoid conflict. But if you feel yourself doing that, if you feel certain situations where you avoid them because they bring conflict to you, identify those, jot those down. If there's things in your life that just drain your energy, like a big one for me, and I know I've talked about this before, is dinner time, where like my kids won't eat anything I make. Everybody wants five different dinners. I don't know why I always fucking say five, because there's four of us, and every time I talk about this, I say five. But like my one kid wants noodles, one kid wants rice, you know, my husband and I want something completely different that's actually a fucking meal. And that was such a big energy leak for me. And I let that happen for years because, again, I didn't have boundaries. I didn't know what they were. I didn't know how to set them. So why would my kids have boundaries? Why would they think that they couldn't just ask for anything when all I've ever done is go to great lengths to make sure they were comfortable regardless of what I wanted? So just like go through your day, spend some time going through like maybe go through a whole week and at the end of the day or in the moment, jot down the things where you feel like create conflict, the moments where you feel completely overwhelmed, the moments where you just feel at complete loss of energy and start thinking about those things and what are the boundaries that you could put in place and it's okay to have boundaries. Everybody needs boundaries. And it's really funny is like we talk about screen time and I've heard so many people talk about the boundaries that they have in place for their kids. And I never really put boundaries in place for my kids around screen time. I can tell you why now. Most of that comes from a place of mom guilt. And you know, I felt like I had to always let them do whatever they wanted, especially when we were home, because I felt so guilty about how long their days at school were because I had to work, meaning they have to go to school early and the before care program and they have to stay late in the aftercare program because school is shorter than a day at work. So when they got home, I had no boundaries for them. I let them get on computers if that's what they wanted to do or watch YouTube if that's what they wanted to do course they're going to do that but then it ends up being an energy leak for everybody and it's funny because they always say what you resist persist right and I've talked about this before and I will talk about it again and again because it was a life changer for me but then I did my own 24-hour internet detox and I have learned so much about myself like it has literally blown my fucking mind one there is so much space that I can create by setting that boundary of not getting on the internet for 24 hours, not checking social media, not dicking around in my apps all day and doing whatever I feel like I need to do. I have created so much space for myself. Like 
the amount of shit I can get done in those 24 hours literally fucking blows my mind. So for anyone out there that feels like they don't have enough time, that really is a mindset. You really have to dig in deep and see where that is. The other thing is it forces me to just have this space to become really clear on what I want, hence making it easier for me to set those boundaries. And I've talked about this before, and I think this is one that so many people struggle with. It has forced me to learn how to be present. So this is the second week in the row that I have put that boundary in place for myself. And it's amazing. It's literally fucking life-changing. It makes my weekend feel longer, which I'm sure we could all appreciate. I feel not overwhelmed at all, which is amazing. And I feel like I'm getting things done. So in turn, I just feel good. And I get to do the things I always say I want to do. But my point is... Everyone always talked about that as a boundary, and I resisted it, and I resisted it, and I resisted the whole idea of boundaries, but when I really started to lean in and think about the life that I really wanted, and I was like, okay, I'll try it. You know, the first time someone mentioned any kind of boundary to me, I was super resistant, but especially, you know, internet, I was like, this is such a bunch of bullshit, but you know, whatever. I'm not one to turn down a challenge, (laughs) so I'll do it, but it's a fucking game changer. So that's kind of two part. So one part of that is the power of a boundary and look what I've gotten from it. But if you really are struggling with what your energy leaks are, I highly recommend the 24-hour detox. So just think about that. But really think about the situations. And I know it's hard for women to put in boundaries. You feel like you owe so many people everything or you know, the story that you tell yourself of like, you might not deserve something or you might be lucky to have something. So you go above and beyond to try to keep it. But we all know that when you grasp onto something really, really tight, like the tighter you grasp it, the more likely it is to slip out. So just think about that. Just think about, just sit with yourself for a minute. Think about those situations and then just write down, it's okay to protect my energy when and jot those things down. Like maybe you have a friend that calls you all the time who's just not in a really good place and she calls you every day on her ride home from work. If she's bringing you down, it's okay to set that boundary. Nothing's wrong with that. And another thing I've learned is as I've been putting some boundaries into place, most people will respect it. Most people don't even care or they don't even realize that they're asking more from you. And also, some of the boundaries that we set have to be internal boundaries. Like, for example, you know, like my internet detox. It needs to be something that I do for myself. Or the stories that I tell myself, I have to set a boundary with like, hey, why are you going there? Don't believe that. What are the things that I'm going to use to get myself back? Just get really clear on, you know, what triggers you and set those boundaries around that and it's okay. The biggest piece also around setting boundaries, because they are hard, especially when they totally involve outside people like your kids or your husband or a coworker or a boss. Those are probably the really hard boundaries to set. Create a support system. I say this all the time. We are not alone. Like I think checking emails on the weekend is a big one. There are certain weekends where I understand we all need to be readily available or maybe need to be a little bit more on top of something than usual, but say, hey, one week in a month, if you want to start small and let your coworkers know, I will not be available by email this weekend. Or let's take vacations, for example. You know, that's the perfect time to set that boundary to say, hey, I'm not going to take emails on vacation, however, 
if something does come up and someone really needs me, just give me a call. No big deal. But you don't have to feel that feeling of being tethered to your phone. And that's a healthy boundary. And most people will respect it. And you know when it's appropriate and when it's not. And it is okay to be flexible with your boundaries and reassess them because they will change and grow over time just like you and nothing's wrong with that but find support in that whether it's your spouse friend other co-workers and make sure you build up that support system because anytime you have support when you're trying out something new it's always so much easier and especially with setting boundaries like you know for me I have an amazing community of women that I work with and having their support when I'm really struggling with the boundary has been amazing especially around mom guilt. And that's a big one for me. You guys know that. That's been a huge, huge trigger for me and probably why I haven't ever invested the time in taking care of myself. And whenever I feel those mom guilt triggers come up, because I've set a boundary, I reach out to my group and I say, hey, I'm really uncomfortable right now. I feel really sad because my kid wants to do X, Y, Z. But I have a yoga class I signed up for, and it's okay. And also, the thing I would say about guilt is if you're not feeling guilty, then chances are you are not taking care of yourself. There's going to be some guilt that comes along with self-care, and that's okay. Nothing's wrong with that. It's a normal feeling, and, um, you know, I was did an interview with one of my friends for the podcast the other day, and she said... Well, how I handle mom guilt is, or any guilt, she said, it's not always mom guilt. Any guilt is I can make the choice to sit in this guilt, or I can make the choice to remember that that person's loved and supported, and it's okay if I take care of myself in this moment. So you can lean on that. So just get really clear on what it is for you. But at first, you know, just where do you feel like you're losing that energy in that space? And once you've really identified that and you have a true purpose and passion around why you want to protect your energy, I guarantee it'll be so much easier for you to put those boundaries in place. And when you have these conversations, make sure you pull on that why and come from a place of that why and, you know, assert your power and don't give that power to anybody else. Only you hold that power. And the second you overexplain or apologize for, you know, implementing this boundary, you are giving your power away. So just pause, you know, be firm, but gentle. You know, someone told me, you know, you can always start it with a compliment. I like to go with humor. That's my go-to. You know, make a joke out of it and then just kind of gently say, no, sorry, I can't come to your event this weekend because I have something else going on. Or, you know, I've had a really busy week and I need some downtime. That's fine. You don't have to explain. You don't have to worry about hurting the other person's feelings. And probably most of the time, in my experience, the other person actually totally respects it and doesn't even realize that they were kind of infringing maybe on your personal space or your personal time or didn't even realize that they were asking too much from you because a lot of times people just haven't put enough work to be self-aware of their own shit so how can they know what you need or what you want you know we always feel like that we're always in our heads thinking that someone knows what we need but they fucking don't okay 
You can't read their mind, they can't read your mind. And as long as you practice open communication, then nothing's wrong with setting a boundary. Boundaries are self-care. Boundaries are how we create the life that we really want. Boundaries are how we find balance. We all know that balance is bullshit and that some days different parts of your life will need more attention than others. And that's okay. But you just have to have your own personal boundaries in place. And you have to be unapologetic about it. Again, Boundaries are self-care. I hope this gave you a little bit more clarity on how to dig in and how to think about those boundaries and how you want to set them and where they can really help you. If today's episode inspired you at all, please rate and review the podcast on iTunes and share it with your friends. And thank you so much for creating and holding this space with me today. Thank you.